In today's episode, we're going to discuss an article from somebody that we follow on Twitter, Life Math Money, and it's about not being a crab in the barrel. Very interesting stuff, good topic about personal growth and accomplishments. And then we're going to discuss the 1993 movie, Indecent Proposal, and the premise of being offered a million dollars for sex and why and how that correlates to being principled about having money and not having money. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. You could go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging With Apes. You could go on to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com, sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Oh, yeah. Two interesting topics today really philosophical really different than most of the stuff that we've covered as of recent with the COVID-19 and everything we're kind of getting back into the groove of 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 normalcy except in the news right now and in trending topics there's not a lot going on other than the COVID-19 so you know, we're, we're we still we're still finding we're still finding greatness uh, amongst amongst everything going on. We're not gonna let the Rona take everything away from us. We won't. We really won't. Um, which one you want to get into first? Indecent proposal or crabs in a bucket? Man, which Two crabs in a topics. bucket is is metaphorical. We're not talking about literal crabs in a bucket. Let's talk about that. The crabs in a bucket. Yeah. All right, so um, this stems from a tweet that we saw. Uh, tweet goes, don't live like a crab in a bucket. I have lost more friends to personal growth and progress than to any number of fights and arguments that I've had. And then there's a link to lifemathmoney.com and his article titled, don't live like a crab in a bucket. And... When you click the link and you go to the article, and I encourage anybody out there to read it. It's a very good article. Um, a lot of important things that are said, a lot of interesting observations and assessments about the world around you. And the whole phrase stems from how it is shown that if you put a crab in a bucket by itself, it can, it will climb out, but if you put two or more crabs in a bucket, they will not allow any of the crabs to climb out of the bucket, which is more or less a metaphor for how sometimes people around you and in your circle, even in your family maybe, will want and try to keep you down and keep you where you're at as opposed to achieving certain achievements and goals and and things that you want to accomplish in life. Right off the bat, you read the article. You heard what I just had to say about it. What's your take and your experience with crabs in a bucket? Mom, I've seen it. I've definitely seen it. We've we've experienced it uh growing up talking about what what we talk about in the sense of always trying to grow. And, and in a way, you see it in, in different facets and different forms, uh, even probably different feelings. Because, you know, there's times where, where you might see someone say something and you could kind of see that it's coming from an envious or resent resentful yeah. tone. Um, others, it's more so the fear or the lack of want to look forward. Either way, it's mostly clouded in obviously negative feelings yeah. and, and things that you don't you don't want to hear, especially being the person that that kind of goes out of their way 
you know like if anything that we've done we've done sketch comedy we've done music we've done the podcast we've invested we've and there has been those people that say oh well you this probably you should take this route or oh, you probably shouldn't do it because you know or this doesn't sound like what I like or this sketch you could have done this way and a lot of times yeah. that that would yeah. always get me when the most non-artistic non-creative no effort forth putting people would have the nerve to be like oh well you could have did it like this you could have did it like that and then I would entertain it and delve into it and ask, well, well, how? And they would not know because mm. you don't know our budget. You don't know our capabilities. You don't know what we can and can't do and what type of schedule we're on. Yeah. Mind you. And then secondly, what have you created? Yeah, to be able to judge something. Because I would understand if someone said you could have wrote the song a bit better, but then they have a track record of making good music. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Or at very least music yeah. themselves. Yeah. Like maybe you didn't even have to be like a great music writer, but at least like you know the process. Yeah, exactly. And you know how things sound and what could be done to make it sound maybe catchier and things like that. Or even in comedy, like comedy, it's about timing. Mm-hmm, big time. And, and the thing is, like, I've seen, like, if you watch, like, early episodes of South Park, they're not better than the new episodes of South Park. Yeah. That's because you get so good at what you do. Um, <laughs> you look at rookie version of Jordan, and then you look at 1996 version of Jordan. You look at any anybody that started somewhere and 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 ended up being great, like well, they didn't start great. They learned to mm-hmm. be great. And, and and a lot of that is just like taking the risk. Yeah. And sometimes if you take the risk or if you do something or if you sacrifice, you have to live your life in a way that most people probably wouldn't even understand. So then it, it 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 likens you to the line that Kanye West said. I don't take uh, advice from people less successful than me. Yeah, and it sounds cocky, but is it? You know what I mean? Because I think what he meant when he said that was, well, unless you know what it means to, you know, do something and and believe in it so much and sacrifice so much and 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 put your time, your effort your money where your mouth is then you'll understand me and and and, and yeah. if you haven't who are you to say anything to me exactly and and sometimes you just have to be very bold in in what you do and i i think in anything that you do you're going to you're going to experience the 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 potholes and the failures and the you know i don't like to call it failure but it's the the bumps yeah. in the road, and I think that you know you're gonna if you're doing something to better yourself, you're going to find people that are going to tell you that it's not possible. You're gonna find people that are gonna say, "I I don't know if you're cut out for this." You're gonna, and it's up to you to. Uh, understand that like well those people are there because they're the crabs pulling you you know down why do you think that is though why do you think that that there's well if you don't mind sharing Mm -hmm. you mentioned in pre-production that your father has a theory about this so i don't know maybe you want to elaborate on that a little bit yeah like well when when i was uh younger my dad would tell me like the people that he found it very surprising that that wanted to keep him down at his job because he's very, very good at what he does, and in many facets. So because like he he's worked in manufacturing and he's very good with like the machinery, um, so good that like sometimes it's just amazed me some of the stuff that like he's told me like that he's he's made up for the company. I even remember. I, and I think I probably shared this in like one of the first episodes. He like, remember the BP oil spill? Yeah. When they were trying to pressurize, he's yeah. good. He's like a m- math guy. 
Mm-hmm. And when they were trying to pressure uh, the water so, like, the oil wouldn't wouldn't come out mm-hmm. from the thing, he's like, that's not going to work. He's like, you're just going to have to make a big-ass tube, like mm-hmm. a big-ass pipe to cover it, and then you seal it and then let that pressure out. And I was like, damn, you really think that'll work? And sure enough, months later, they ended up doing that. So he's very good at, at that. Like, he's be, he's always been very good at that. He's also very good when it comes to, like, the business aspect of things. And I think that when when he was telling me that, he was saying that a lot of people that were Latino, of Mexican descent like him, were jealous. They were busy brown-nosing. They were busy trying to... Company men. Yeah, yeah like, just company men. And, like, he would just find that very uh, awkward and absurd because like, he was never like that. As a matter of fact, if someone told him, no matter if he was white, black, Latino, something, and, and he thought that that was the wrong thing, he would just be honest. He's like, no, this is not how we're going to do it because this is not, it's, it just doesn't work this way. Uh, this is how we should do it. He was never, like, an ass kisser. He was more so, like, practical, matter-of-factly, and, like, well, this is how... Do you guys want to save money, or do you guys not want to save money? Do you guys want to get it done the right way, or do you guys want to get it done the wrong way? And, obviously, a guy like that in in a private industry, such as manufacturing, is valued. Because mm-hmm. it's not about if you're ass-kissing or if you're not. It's about what what are the results. Yeah. And, and which is what yeah. I love about the private sector. Yes. Not to say that it doesn't have its share of of nepotism and favoritism and ass kissing, but it's it's to a lesser degree than in government. Yeah, because it's like, well, you could you could maybe help someone somewhere, but then they got to help themselves. Yeah. Like remember when we were in security, like you you started out a company, it was a private company. The, the the best you could do was like, well, you had a good standing and you said, well, Rick, you, you take, this is a good guy. After that, whatever I did is up to me. Yeah, you like, you live and die by your own. Yeah. yeah. Then I got Ernie mm-hmm. and Ernie was good. And Ernie was like one of the highest paying security guards in that company. And, 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 and then we got different people and it's like, they did their own thing. It was weird, but it was like, they did their own thing. They were all in their own little worlds, but like, you can only help like to a certain that you can help get somebody in yeah and our our, because of our work ethic and our results our word was gold with them yes yeah and that but but it's again results it's results it was the results that that allowed that yeah Yeah. because like like the wild ass shit like you would do a midnight shift and go to the morning then work this site and then go that site. like you were a hard worker and then you were never like i'll be there i won't be there yeah and then you're not there exactly no you you were you you had good standing. People liked you at the buildings, and then the same thing w- w- when I got in. Oh man, this guy! And then that's how that's how the the management on the building side they would be like, well, we like these guys. Let's we want to renew the contract and mm-hmm. see. What, once you're affecting the the money the that money, comes into yeah. the company, it's a different story. Then they're like, oh hey, whatever you say, and it's the, the same way in the private industry as opposed to like public. Well, you know. You're you're not you're you're not playing with your own money. You're playing with taxpayer money. So there's a lot more leeway, a lot more stupidity, yeah. a lot more bureaucracy. Because nobody, the money that's at stake, nobody really gives a fuck about it. Well, yeah, like like that one time we were we were at, at the county building, like the what was it, sixty nine West Washington, getting some some done for for a building, and it's like we had to go from the sixth floor to the seventh floor. To the fifth floor, then go back to the sixth floor. We got in this line, then no, no, you got to go to that line. Just some dumbass, wild shit that probably employs six people because they're they're trying to get as many people to, to get paid, but inefficient, mm, and, incredibly and, and, inefficient. Yeah, and, and taxpayer money. So so it's different. So so him being in a private company, it was like he would always have people trying like either because the thing is one thing is if you hate and, and you're just hating on a motherfucker but then another thing is if you're trying to trip trip up someone on purpose to make them look bad yeah or if you fuck up oh well it was him he said it yeah and he dealt a lot with that and he said like it's messed up because like one thing i noticed was it was always the latinos my own people that would try and hold me down yeah and it's like i'm not that type of person if you if you have something 
that I feel like you there, there's some there's a spark there. I'm gonna teach you something so that makes you better. Um, there was times where he would actually uh, people that were working under him, they're like, oh, I want to get paid more. He said, well, go fucking tell them. Like you do this, you do that, you do this. Tell them you want two dollars more. What do you mean? Open your mouth. Tell them that you're valuable because you do this, this, and that. And so it, it was like he would push people to mm-hmm. to hey, if you want a raise, get a raise. Go ask for it. And 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 not only that, but like tell them why. Yeah. Well, because I've done this, I've done this, I, I can do this, I can do that. And and that that does matter to a company when they see that and they see the results. So on one hand, he was trying to build people up if if they wanted to be built up. And then on another hand, people were trying to bring him down. Yeah. And it was it was kind of like that that whole crab in a bucket type thing. <laughs> You'll find, though, that the people that try to bring you down are typically the ones that either very much don't know their own value or you may discover that it's for them the realization that maybe they don't have much value because of how the article echoes their own laziness, their own procrastination, their own lack of risk-taking because that makes all the difference in the world. And I think a lot of times what you find is the status quo can be the path of least resistance. It can be the easier way of the easier mode of operation but if, and if everybody is doing it, oh, it's nice, it's peaceful, it's cool. But then you have one that sort of shines above the rest or rises above the rest, and now it it shakes the foundation of which all of like that fake self esteem was built on. Yeah. Now I know we delved into this in pre production, and I kind of want to get your thoughts on this. How much do you think a lot of this? crab in a bucket type mentality is is manufactured as far as like nature or and how much of it do you think is like nurture like do you think people are just kind of preordained to fit the well I'm not really wasn't meant to be up here I was never meant to do this I was I was supposed to be this person i i mean i think if we look at it animalistically animal kingdom wise obviously there's a cap on potential in the animal kingdom at least as far as we know so they're forced to be more tribal because obviously a lion can't like get in a car and drive. It can't, yeah. it can't, you know what I'm saying? So their capacity, their brains, it's limited. So they're given like all of these other like amazing attributes, speed, strength, everything like that. But their capacity to process things, to have philosophies, to have principles, to have all this stuff, they're, they're not really, they don't have the capacity for it. With humans though, I, I think that the nature part if people lean too heavily on that it be it could become a crutch because the reality is is that we do have the capability to nurture outside of nature and i think you can't, nor should you, cop out with, oh, that's just the nature. Now, granted, the nature could be a certain thing. Like, there are certain people that might be born with the propensity to be geniuses or or or, or great once-in-a-lifetime talents or physical freaks of nature, you know, and 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 all of that and all of that is is pretty like awesome but then you have seen those people that are like naturally gifted but 
the nurture part never set in and then they ended up amounting to nothing. And then you have the people that maybe were not so naturally gifted, Tom Brady, but the nurture part, the the brains, the studying, the game, the learning, and ends up being arguably probably the greatest player to ever grace the football field. How does that happen? You know what I'm saying? Because Tom Brady, no Gronk speed, no Gronk strength, no Brett Favre arm. Like, <laughs> like really, like you can't like. It would be very hard to describe what makes Tom Brady so great. Yeah. Like, how do you? Is but he is. It's because how he nurtured himself to learn the game. So, we as humans have the capacity to nurture ourselves or parents, guardians, community, whatever the case. So if I had to answer that question, I definitely would say that I fault more of the 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 nurture side because for instance, there's a lot of things that you and I are involved in as investors, as creators, as entrepreneurs that our family did not teach us about, then there's plenty of things that we're involved in that our family did teach us about. And we have had a degree of success in in different facets that, that we delve into. Some of those facets our family taught us about, some of those facets our family did not teach us about. But the nurture part of what we got from our family, what we got from our community, what we got from our friendships, Maybe the nurturing didn't teach us, oh, to invest in the stock market, to start a podcast or to do anything like this, but we developed the tools that worked with what they taught us and those same tools, we were like, well, if I take those tools and apply it to this, so in a way, it's still that we were nurtured to do what we're doing, even though it wasn't that specific thing, we were given the tools like, all right, well, how you've always described your family as being the type of family that you could like, like the the I, the free flowing of productive conversation was like imperative at the dinner table. Yeah. That, believe it or not, I'm sure have given you plenty of tools to be a successful podcaster. No. Yeah. At the table, no podcast was being discussed, but you were given the tool, part of the tool bag that you need to podcast because it's the free flow of ideas, the communication and everything like that. So that's why that's why nurture is important. And I would lean more towards the crab in the bucket mentality being about nurturing, because if you have a bunch of people that were not nurtured to do better naturally they are going to respond in the, the 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 natural way the animalistic way yeah and not want you to succeed because they were never nurtured to think outside of the natural way of things so hey where are you going why are you doing better why do you sound smarter why do you look better why are you going farther why do you have better stories to tell why do you get better women why do you have more money like it, and then it becomes upsetting because naturally the animalistic side of things were tribal like the, like animals are in herds and in tribes and and everything like that so it's like well you're you're the different one and everything about you starts to look and become and result differently and then what it does is it will force that individual to perhaps realize that their situation isn't as great as they've convince themselves that it is yeah for instance to echo the article the whole oh why do you want to get fit why are you worried about what society thinks about you you're good just the way you are (laughs) that type of shit yeah well okay you could think that way i want to get fit i want to do better i want to eat better i want to be healthier everything like that so now what you do to the person that's giving you that bad advice is you're forcing them to realize that the route that they've chosen to take is not the good route or is not the route that perhaps is best or it's not the route 
that is as good as they fooled themselves into believing it was. Yeah. But then you see a lot of people live alive. Yeah. When it comes to that stuff, because then they say, oh, well, you have to accept like, like, for example, like, like that logic, a girl. Oh, we have to accept me for, for what I am or how I look. Well, not necessarily. Not every guy is going to feel that way. So now you've limited the type of the pool of men. Yeah. That you might want because they might not be interested in you because you don't fit the look of what they're looking for. But then for some reason now you feel that you're right. So now you have some resentment. Exactly. Because, oh, well, oh, fuck all these men because they don't even want to fuck with me. Like, it's about what's on the inside. Well, no. You have to understand the other side and how you got to where you're at right now. And I think a lot of all that resentment is just you not realizing that maybe you should look a certain way, behave a certain manner to get the result that you want. Right. If you want a certain caliber of, of of mate, partner, boyfriend, whatever the case, and that does happen because well, go ahead. Let's let's, uh, let's just would Tom Brady be with a fat chick? That's doesn't no, really. I, I highly doubt that. Ha, not even not like a fat chick that. Honestly, no, because he look at his wife. She's a model now. You could say he's shallow, all you want, but that's his. That's how he feels. Like, oh, this is the caliber of woman that I but, want. But, but is it is it shallow? Like, I I would like shallow would be if 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 like that's the only thing that's important to him. Yeah. Obviously, he wants an attractive wife, but it's still his wife. So they've had kids together. So I mean, yeah. their their situation seems way past shallow like you know what i'm saying yeah yeah yeah. that's my point is like sometimes a person could look at it like that like shallow but that's because they are focusing on the one thing that might be their weakness or the area that they're looking at what ingredient in the whole recipe beautifully put exactly 100 percent exactly that you're looking at the one ingredient in the recipe and you're not looking at the whole meal itself, the whole recipe. And it, and that makes a, that makes a huge difference. I've had, I wouldn't say debates with my mom, but like we've had discussions about how, well, the way that, that I phrase it is like how sometimes in, in my readings or in like certain videos or like red pill videos or, or, or things that I come across, I'll find like different stories or testimonials or comments about how a guy will kind of have everything going for him, let's say, right? Like he, you know, he, he's fit, maybe good looking, successful, doing his thing, whatever the case. And he'll come across a woman that maybe is not like what well, like a lot of people in society would think is on his level yeah. or vice versa it could be the girl and 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 she'll come across a guy that society may not think is on her level yeah. and so because that person that may be perceived as being on a higher level has certain standards and requirements which they should because if their life is what it is in a good way, that means that the decisions and their thought process of how they make those decisions has yielded good results. So they want the good results to continue to flow. What will happen is when they express a certain standard or maybe get into a debate or disagreement with that person that society perceives as not being on their level, you will have a lot of onlookers thinking that that person is arrogant or self-centered 
you'll have a lot of people that sympathize with the one that's like perceived to be on a lower level because, oh, well, you know, not everybody is perfect. Some people make mistakes, this yeah. and that. And then that person that is perceived on the lower level will sort of say like, oh, well, you're boring or you're a nerd anyway, like, like sort of demonize the person and everything that they and everything that they are even though they are what one would want to aspire to be with or be like but some women or some men will actually take that and be like all right well let me level up let me better myself let me accept this young ass challenge and then others will be like well i can't i won't i'm fine just the way i am yeah and I'm going to just demonize you. And then what happens is time progress. You see that that person stays the same or is on a lower level. Yeah. And then let's say like, damn, like you, that person may be like, damn, I can't believe like I was ever even like attracted to that person, like seeing where they're at now. And I find that in many times, like where the debate comes in or, or I don't, I don't know if I would say a debate. It's just a, a, a discussion. I find that uh, sometimes women are more inclined to not understand that and think that that person might be like arrogant versus, well, they just have a standard and like they're trying to keep their life flowing in a way that it has been flowing. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, believe it or not, you're going to just, you're going to have your standard and you kind of filter it, filter different people through through those standards like big time like, like okay two chicks that probably i would not be into but for some reason i i would know who probably i would lean more towards this is going to be funny <laughs> there's a rosie o'donnell and then there's kathy bates i think kathy i would lean bates. more towards kathy bates you see what i'm saying <laughs> you, you see what i just did there and you you, you decided <laughs> kathy bates too why because there's a standard in what the things that they say and their personality that you're already even between two women that you might not be fully attracted to you might no, be no, like, like I, that was great that you use them as an example because neither of them are physically attractive no but if you had to like take a road trip with one you Kathy see how Bates. much like at the end looks don't matter at that much because you would 100% go with Kathy Bates. Exactly. And it's like, well, I would like, and I, I would see myself enjoying myself with Kathy Bates. Yeah. I, w I would. I'd be like, I'll ask her like, what, what, what was to fucking destroying James Conn's ankles in misery? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is to you? No, but like, it, it's, 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 it's kind of a wild, but, but that's, that's because people don't understand that. Like, they'll just look at it like, oh, well, you you went with because it's easy to say um, you're gonna pick Scarlett Johansson over Rosie O'Donnell, but why am I picking Kathy Bates over over Rosie O'Donnell? Right, and that's what's so interesting about it because if you take if you take Rosie O'Donnell, right, yeah. and then you take Scarlett Johansson, obviously one is way more attractive than the other, and then you're like and but then give because i don't know much about scarlett johansson but get let's for now for the sake of this example yeah. let's give her the personality of kathy bates yeah. and and the the work repertoire and like everything like that give her that and then rosie o'donnell as she is and as you know her nah. you'll be like oh well i'm gonna take this young ass trip with scarlett johansson yes the kathy bates proponents would be like oh you're a shallow man just because she's hot. Like you're well, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe because like she's just like greater than Kathy Bates. Like in yeah. in every facet, to me, in my opinion. Yes. Other than just looking better, there's yeah. all this other stuff. Exactly. But that's the thing. That's that's focusing on that one ing ingredient because that's what maybe you're not certain about or you're not. Yeah. secure about in your own self and and when in in it's in our nature to to pick what we want when you pick an impala you either get the ls which will be the basic you get the lt which has leather seats and a sunroof and then you get the ltz with the fucking chrome everything this yeah. is but like you choose uh, no one's like no one's gonna be like oh well rx you're kind of shallow because you got the ltz 
well, why? I want I wanted the LTZ. That's what I that's what I wanted. So I was willing to now, go get it. Now it's good that you you used cars as a reference right there. Yeah. Because the the other part of it, the flip side of it is have you earned put in the work for that LTZ for example yeah. because th- that's the uh, that's the other thing a lot of those that have high standards nothing wrong with it but if you have not put in the yeah. work to have that high standard yeah society could also have a lot of mishaps when it comes to that like for instance the other day I saw, I saw rich cooper post something of this 32-year-old chick, I guess, I don't know where it was from, some dating website or, 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 or app or whatever the case. And he was pretty much making fun of it because it was like a 30-year-old, like incredibly out of shape chick, just like tattoos everywhere, piercings everywhere. Just like the type of shit that like a lot of traditional men are just like not attracted to. Yeah. And... It was like a slew of standards. You have to be 6'3". You have to be this. You have to be that. You have to make money. This and that. Which, have at it, girl. Like, like nobody can yeah. tell you what your standard should be. But I would say from the outside looking in, your standard is a little unrealistic. Because your ass is a little too big. Just because, like, I don't think you've put in the work to yeah. have that standard. So, just same same thing for people like with cars and we see now in 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 what they're calling to be a subprime car crisis too many 13% interest rates and everything like that what does that show that show that that car that you're driving you have not earned it that is that car is a yeah. standard beyond where you should be and there's nothing wrong with that yeah. in fact it's pretty refreshing to see somebody that understands well i'm not there yet i'm not ltz level yet yes i will be there i'm working on it but i'm not there yet and that's fine and that's fine there's so much growth in that there's so much realism in that and i feel like that's the difference between someone who fully understands where they're at and what they're trying to do as opposed to just a regular person that looks at like, oh, well, this is going to make me look good. And I'm going to look, I'm going to attract certain people in my life because I'm going to have this status because this car brings me that status. And I think that's that's the wrong way to look at things. I think it's nice to have a standard, but it's also nice to, like, it's it's nice to logically look at things and plan for a future that's kind of well not even kind of just very well balanced well balanced yeah. because that's another thing too is is people uh who resents others for their success they don't understand what it took I think we were talking about it in pre-production with Jay-Z and Dame Dash. Mm -hmm. For those who don't know who Jay-Z is, shame on you. But he is... (laughs) Some people might know him actually as Beyonce's husband. But he's a very good rapper and very accomplished. uh, And more than a rapper, really. Just an overall businessman. From shoes to clothes to to streaming service to, to... I think he's even in alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah so so he has his own uh you know uh bo- what is it um do say yeah i'm not sure i don't know what type of alcohol but it's yeah it's a liquor. so so he has a hand in, a hand in a lot of businesses and ha- has has grown and dame dash was his partner in, in in the beginning of it all um and somewhere along the line they they kind of the the relationship became fractured. Jay Z went his way, and then Dame Dash went went the other. And I've always felt that a lot of people don't give credit to Jay Z, and they always go, and it, and it always goes to this whole conspiracy theory that he sold his soul. 
and the Dame Dash didn't. But when you look at, and of course, I don't know their relationship. I don't know exactly what happened. I don't know any of that because you really don't know if you weren't part of the group. But I, what I do know is I'm very good at like the nuances of people and mm-hmm. kind of seeing how people are and maybe being able to judge a little bit better. And, and one thing I did notice with Dame Dash is his whole thing was how do I look? Yeah. How I'm perceived, how how this, how that, and Jay Z obviously being a rapper, there is a, there was some of that, but mostly it was well, I'm in I'm in this venture. Even in his music, it was like, well, if I get two million, I'm gonna make four. It's like there's a certain pride you get when you're a person that that wants to be accomplished. That like it's not so much about what I'm worth, but it's the mentality, like the yeah. hustler mentality. Yeah. And I felt like Jay-Z always exuded that. And then that's why Jay-Z's Jay-Z now. All types of successes. And so much so that if you were actually to listen to his last album, which was 444, just a lot of gems. You don't even have to be a rap fan. Like Just listen to what he's saying. And just a lot of good things. Good, good. Uh, what do they call it? Food for thought mm-hmm. when it comes to living a life that, that's full. And I think that a lot of times people resent that type of person because they only look at, they're looking at it from the top. Like them being down here and then looking at the person from the top and wanting to be there. But not understanding that more than being a person that's successful, it's kind of like the road you take, right? Like certain certain situations we've had to deal with, with with this pandemic. Um, the whole COVID-19 stuff. Some people might look at it like, what the fuck? But then at the same time, it's kind of like, well, just embrace the hardships that you really had no control over. Like, yeah. we we only have control on how we handle the situation. And then the most satisfying part is to look at it once it's all finished. Like, damn, we did that. Like, how? I don't know, but we did it. Like, we were... In the shit, and we were trying to handle it, and it's like those are the people that fully understand is is the people that like kind of understand what it means to be successful. Like, if you're in real estate, are you really in real estate? Or are you just doing it because you just want money? You know what right. I mean? Or or if, if you if, understand if, the process exactly, and, that, and it goes back to what we were discussing in pre-production. So much of everything in life in terms of success and not being a crab in the bucket and also why the crabs in the bucket want to bring the one that's climbing out down is because somewhere along the line, the process is either skewed or there is no process, period. Yeah. And and that's essentially what it boils down to and you have to process everything in accordance with like what you're doing and and what you've learned and that takes a tremendous amount of time and i think that's what it is and and why the the resentment can be because i asked you earlier in in pre-production i was like what's to this like this tiger king shit and you're like honestly i don't know i don't know either yeah the reason why is because even in the pandemic and a quarantine we're busy guys like and 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 if we do have a moment what are we doing we're reading we're learning so there's a lot of things that like people like know about like the masses know about that are not like it's just like damn like everybody knows about this gay dude because you that kind of tigers. like like you right like yeah. that you were telling me a little bit about it and then like I kind of briefly read about it like this gay dude that like like was with all these men and like fuck you train tigers or whatever people know about like this yeah. unimportant ass shit but meanwhile I'm looking through the archives of the Godfather movies and. Yeah. The darkest hour and looking into the philosophy of these like, men you know, and, and history, their trials and tribulations. History, reading up on socialism, reading up on 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 the media and everything like that. There is bad media. Yeah. And there's good media. And 
but what's interesting though is in, in that time frame whatever was done the little bit of growth that happens every day by reading an article like the one that we're talking about having discussion like the one that we're having that type of stuff that type of stuff it, it it always leads to like it's like a brick like oh put a brick here today put a brick here today put a brick here today and then one day somebody comes along and is like wow it must be nice to have a such a, a nice big brick house well how, how many baby goats did you sacrifice right oh wow what did you do to like like oh you're rich well i mean no, like I, 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 I worked for this. And nah, then, man, you suck the devil's dick. <laughs> Some wild ass shit. And then, and then, what? What's also crazy about it is you realize that that resentment right there that 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 can develop out of that does stem from in that moment that realization that the person that that that's exuding those thoughts is not on the same level as you or not where 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 you're at and perhaps they would like to be but also and more importantly that your philosophy is not their philosophy and that's what they hate because yeah. There's times where like I'll see somebody that's like way far ahead of me. And I'll be like, but but their philosophy is similar. And I rock with the fact that they're so far ahead of me because yeah, it's yeah. just like it's sort of kind of coincides with what we talked about last week with like Kanye being a billionaire and why we're like, man, like we think that shit is great news. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus people that the philosophy is different and you realize, well, yeah, like we should not be in the same place because it, it just, it, things just don't, don't work that way. Yeah. And that's, and that's where the resentment can come in and oftentimes does come in because that's the moment right there where they realize that philosophy is something that they won't adapt to or, or, or can't adapt to. And that could be because, that philo- adapting to that philosophy might go against everything that they were raised to believe. Might go against the image of what their loved ones like represents. Like it, yeah. it might go against what they know to be the way of life and yeah. everything like that. And so you, a person, can literally be the representation of that. And then it's just like, all right, well, fuck that crab in the bucket. Like you're not like us. We wanna, we wanna pull you down. And then, if they can pull you down, it makes things a lot easier for them. But if they can't, it enrages them. Yeah. And and that's where you get these these uh, you know, articles that are worth writing. Yeah. And and worth reading and 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 analyzing. Yeah. Based on. Your more like your 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 moral compass, your morality, what's right, what's wrong, and how you view things, you know. I mean, it's 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 easy. It's easy to talk. It's a lot harder to do. Very interesting stuff. Oh yeah. So moving on to the next topic, I was watching. Well, it was on and. I um, found it interesting. This movie, Indecent Proposal, it's from the early '90s, starring Woody Harrelson, Demi Moore, Robert Redford. Woody Harrelson is down on his luck, money-wise. He's uh, I can't remember if he's an architect or architect teacher or both, but he's married to Demi Moore. They don't have a lot of money. They're not like in the greatest position. They go to Vegas. They come across Robert Redford, who's a multi-millionaire, if not billionaire, and he sees Demi Moore, has the hots for her, and offers them as a couple a million dollars to to rot out Demi Moore for one night. 
or whatever. So they consider the whole thing. They end up going through with it. And it causes like a bunch of turmoil in the relationship. He can't get over it. He can't get it out of his mind. This, that, and the other. Now, I ended up asking my parents individually, you know, broke down the scenario to them and asked them like what their what their thoughts of it mm-hmm. were. They were both familiar with the movie. And it was interesting the conversation that developed out of that because you're crazy though because when you told me this i was like oh i've never heard of this movie I said, yeah it's about this guy who gives a he's like his proposal is too indecent (laughs) yeah i was like have you ever heard of this movie called indecent proposal you're like you're like nah like what's it about i'm like yeah it's about this guy who who offers a proposal that's too indecent (laughs) nice very very descriptive great ass summary (laughs) but uh but but yeah so we're talking about it and the conversation that we delved into sort of became very philosophical and it really it showed the importance of being your own person when it comes to money and not really being owned by anyone yeah. because they were in a position where they felt like they needed to consider letting his wife get rotted out by this millionaire for a million dollars. So one, like what was interesting is when she gets on the boat with dude, like the night that he's going to give it to her, he like sort of puts shit in her ear like, oh, I can't believe like he let you do this. Like if you were mine... Like, I would never share you with anyone. Type. Oh, wow. So already kind of getting greasy with it type yeah. shit. Uh. But why would he not? Why would he never share her with anyone? Well, one, he doesn't have to. He has the money. Like, no, there, I'm sure there's nobody that can offer him anything. Yeah. But it's not just because he's a millionaire. That's yeah. not really the reason why they can't offer him anything. The reason why he cannot be offered anything if she was his wife is because he's his own man. Yeah. That's why it's not so much that, Oh, he's a multimillionaire. It's, it's that, well, like I'm my own man. I do my own thing. Like, like, and I can't be touched in that regard. So in that conversation, it started to, to look into like the principles of money and how, being principled with money or without money is important because then we, you then you and I talked about as as I was telling you the conversation we talked about Joker from the Dark Knight and how the Joker is very principled but did not care about money yeah and how principles when it comes to having or not having money make all the difference in the world because obviously a guy like Joker yeah. Because he doesn't care about money, you could not offer him anything to sleep with his wife or to do anything for that money, for that re- for that matter. Because as you see in the Dark Knight, he never cared. He'll burn it. His cause yeah. was greater than anything that could be offered to him. It's almost like he was so out of whack that like th- he had the money. And he had the choice to burn it. Yeah. So sometimes you just believe in your shit so much and, and you're about it that it just happens yeah. in, in that way. And it, it kind of likens to like, in a way like Kanye, like Kanye's I don't give a fuck attitude. Oh, I want to make shoes. This is the shoe I want to make. I remember when he had that conversation with Sway. Yeah. How Sway? <laughs> how Sway? How? And like at first... Everyone was like, oh, this motherfucker's wild. What the fuck? It ain't Ralph, though, you know? And oh, now we, we get what his vision was. Yeah, big time. Yeezy. Bigger than Jordan right now. And it, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty wild idea, but it's all it all stems from what you're saying, which is you being your own man. You believing what you believe. This is what I'm about. And a lot of people didn't understand that, you know, 
or didn't see it, didn't have the vision because they obviously that's his vision, mm-hmm. you know. But having your vision and believing in that shit so much and having the conviction to go after it. But but that's the thing. I I think sometimes people don't necessarily have to have your same vision because, like you put it, it is your vision. But I do think that many people don't respect men that go their own route and are their own men until much later in life or are a different class of people. And I'll give you for I'll give you an example. In my travels, I find that the middle, the lower middle and lower class care a lot about hourly wages and annual salary. Oh, yes. how much do you make? How much like oh, this person made 120, this person made 95, this person oh, they make this much an yeah. hour. I find that the upper middle and the upper class they don't too much like you, that doesn't really yeah. That doesn't really phase them as much as what are you doing? What did you accomplish? What do you own? Yeah. Let's are you your own man? Like I find that yeah, like Tim Pool is a perfect example. Give, give me the give example. Well, well, Tim Pool has talked about this. He's like, I'd rather just be have my own journalism, do my own thing, but I own this is me. Yeah, I do this. Like this is what I do. And he's like, yeah, it's like there's no price you can pay me for me right. being able to do what I do. How I do it. So maybe Anderson yeah. Cooper and Don Lemon make more money than him, exactly. but like he's way more respectable. He's way greater, way better, like w- makes way more of an impact. Yeah. But maybe makes like significantly less. I don't know like what his numbers are, but maybe makes significantly less than they do. But but it's just like who who do you rock with more? Exactly. Exactly. And on a personal level, what limitations do you have? Boom. Humongous. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. Like Tim Pool could do whatever the fuck Tim Pool wants. He Whenever can literally. He wants. Yeah. However he wants. You, you Have you seen on his Instagram that van he has? No, I haven't. He has like a, this crazy ass van where pretty much he can like go anywhere. Do, like, like his. It's like, like the mobile version of his company. So he can record like. It's like like a, a souped up as news van. Damn, no, I, I've I've never seen it, but that's badass. Like, there's something wild about that, though. Like, I'm independent. I, like, I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna move along. I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna go on this adventure. Be productive while doing so. You know, not on some like trying to find myself type shit. But like, I can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's it's different because. Once you start there, oh, I see the van now. Once you start there, there's just a level of I don't give a fuck. You, you're always gonna have like that, that, that like maybe you can't have if you work for Fox, right? Or if you work for CNN or MSNBC or or a company that has a vision that wants to do things a certain way. You know what I mean? Because like, for example, uh, uh, Crowder, mm-hmm. he was on. You know, he, he started in Fox. And they're like, oh, we don't really rock with you too much. It's probably the best thing that could have happened to him. Yeah. He has his own company. <laughs> Just as much of an impact or more. Because, like, people talk more about, like, if we're talking, uh, like, Tim Pool, Crowder, Ben Shapiro, you see the youth mention them more. Gravitating way more to them. Yeah. yeah. Like... I'm like, what? These are the rock stars. The motherfuckers that don't even, they don't yeah. have a major, like, company uh, on them. You know, like, they're, they they do their own thing. They're not, like, funded by, by a big company. Exactly. It, 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 it's pretty it's pretty crazy. And it, it, it kind of reminds me of what you were saying about Joker. You know, obviously, <laughs> they're not burning or trying to kill Batman. I'm trying to see if I can see a, a picture of, of like the inside of the van. I don't. He he never shared one. I seen the van though. Yeah, I think I think you if you look you'll you'll find one eventually. But um, it is 
It is interesting because mm-hmm. I was thinking how in that movie, Indecent Proposal, like Woody Harrelson, let's say he was like, let's say he had a hot dog stand, right? He yeah. was his own, he was his own business owner or whatever. Didn't make a lot of money, but he was his own man. And principled, to him, there probably would have been no amount of money you could offer to sleep with his wife. And if she even considered it, he probably would have been like, like how I said, like when you asked me, like, I was like, well, if she's down to do it, like, I, yeah, go ahead, do it. Like, you're you're pretty much one foot in the door anyway. I might as well get something out of it. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm I'm done with you type shit. But you but, know that you lost that. Yeah, it, like, exactly. Oh, the shit. 100%. But it's like, well, you're already one foot out the door anyway. I might as well get something out of it. That yeah. that, But that's vastly different. In fact, I would say that's very principled as well. Like, all right, yeah. well. It, Some people... I'm selling this yeah. like it's like I'm selling like what was really never mine, you know, to begin with. Yeah. Some people have lost more for less. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, well, shit, at least I get something uh, with you leaving. Now with here. this, with this young ass million or 500,000, whatever, I'm going to go fucking start four other hot dog stands. Yeah. And, you know, that type of shit. But it's the principle behind it. But like, let's say. She she wasn't down to like get get up with dude, and your principal will be like, yeah, nah, like that's fucking wild as fuck. We're out type shit, and like is like no even second guessing it or whatever. But that's the power. It's behind being principled. Yeah, yeah, because it, it is funny because people will look at that situation and be like, well, it's because dude had more money. Not really. No, not necessarily. No. You're really like, like if you really think that that's really what what the case was, then you completely missed the whole philosophy behind all of that. Be- behind really all three of them. Woody Harrelson's character, uh, Robert Redford's character, and the girls, uh, Demi Moore. Yeah. Like their characters, like you're completely skipping over that. The way a lot of people skip the philosophy, uh, great philosophy and great conversations in The Departed. Me exactly. Oh, it's a great movie. But do you really appreciate the stuff that's being talked about? Because it is a good movie, like a standalone movie without thinking about what they're talking about, what they're on, the little nuances in Matt Damon's character, DiCaprio's character. Um, I forget the girl's name. She's she's uh, she's not in too many movies. Besides, I've only seen yeah. her there and in The Conjuring. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't think of her name, but I know what you're talking. She's a doctor. Yeah, like. You know, you don't really or or um Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson's character. <laughs> like little things little things that, that people probably didn't think about you know um when Matt Damon's uh, on the golf course with uh dude from SNL um, uh Alec Baldwin Alec Baldwin that conversation and like the shit that Matt Damon was on was like so bitch made I just wanted weak. to punch yeah just a weak ass dude but people don't even pay attention but to what's that. wild is there's so many men that are like that yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you want to be married because uh, I mean, you know, it shows that your dick's working. And you got a little money, and like, it's just like, all about like what other people think. Yeah, and then like instead of him being like, uh, okay, kind of like dismissing, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah my dick's working over time. Yeah, like, shut like, the fuck up, goof. you beta fucking bitch. <laughs> but and and what's so wild about that is like you see how he operates, and without. I mean, honestly, like, there's no spoiling the movie because that shit is so old already. But, yeah. But um, you see how he is and how when old girl is moving in his place, she wants, she has, she has a picture of, like, the busted-ass house that she used to live in yeah. and with her on the bike in front of it, like, where she came from. Yeah. And then he's like, he's like, yeah, we're not going to hang this up. Because yeah. it's all it's about the image like that of people, what will people think yeah. versus when DiCaprio goes to her place before she moves out, yeah. he hangs it up like he's like he's like, damn, like why is this in the box? Hang this shit up. Like yeah. like this yeah. is where you come from. Like this is like who you are. Yeah. Type of shit. Humble beginnings. Real versus fake, you know? Exactly. Principled versus not principled. Yeah. And and the and and Damon was the way more successful one. Yeah. Like 
you know, he had, he was going up in his career. He had the mob backing him up. Like, dude needed of nothing. DiCaprio fucking an Oxycontin because he can't sleep. His mom is dead. Like, yeah. he's, bro, he was way more principal and way more classy. Because, yes. see, the thing is, and that's another thing that, like, people could miss. DiCaprio actually, because of his mom, he came from a very classy background. Yeah. Whereas Damon's class was like more of a manufactured. Yeah. Oh, look at like look at me type stuff. But like you really know nothing about the world you're in, and like yeah, like the thought process of people and everything like that. Just what a great movie. Yeah, yeah, and and, and it's something that. The nuances is what makes that movie such a classic. Yeah, is all those little small things, and 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 that's what's what was cool because I didn't think that movie in Decent Proposal was particularly great, like not Oscar worthy or anywhere near the level of The Departed or anything. Yeah. It's one of those movies like Parasite, where if you watch it, I feel you can have get some like really good dialogue going and get yeah. you know some good good conversations going. So for anybody out there, if you want to get some good conversation going with your girlfriend, boyfriend, friends, you know, you might you might go down a, a interesting rabbit hole. Check out Indecent Proposal. And drop a comment. Tell us what you think about it. That's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Our show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google, Apple everywhere follow us on twitter at hanging with apes go to our website hangingwithapes.com sign up for our newsletter we are out peace peace